0: I'm going to start by thanking everyone who brought in something good to eat. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, I'm going to pray again, but first first I'm going to remind us all of what Jesus said at least once in the Gospels. He said... uh, I only do what I see the Father doing, and I only say what I hear the Father saying. So let me pray again. Dear, dear Lord Jesus, let that describe me today. Let, let me get out of the way and speak to my brothers only what I hear you speaking. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, I am... Uh, speaking about people with a goal i found several gentlemen and one lady with a goal in their life and there's more than one lady in the bible i couldn't mention with a, a goal but i found one and be, before before this is over you're going to, need to know two goals in my own life but but that's for later we're we're going to take a tour of people with goals starting with uh starting with the back of the Bible, in Revelation 21, 1 through 5. And this is John. This is what John is saying. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. So we'll stop there for a moment. Now, if 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 you if you or I were John and saw what is described in those first four verses, what might we be doing? We might be worshiping. We I probably would not think about writing anything down. So if you look at verse five, the the God had to tell him to write write, write it down for us. and and he that sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Which was John's goal. At that, at that moment, that was John, John's goal, to write, write down what he's saying. And if he didn't do that, we wouldn't have the book of Revelation. Or, or some other books of the Bible as well. But uh, So that's, that's John's goal. John, John had a goal in life, to, or, or at that moment, to, to write down what he's seeing. Uh, the, the next individual I'll talk about is Paul in Philippians uh, 3 13 and 14. And Paul writes, uh, Brother, I count myself. To have apprehended, but this one thing I do, that speaks about a goal to me, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching under those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Now that's a goal. If, if there ever was a, a goal to strive for, that would be it. And uh, Paul, Paul, of course, wrote many books of the New Testament, which is part, part of his striving, part of his goal, part of his striving and calling of the Lord to also to write down much of the New Testament for our benefit. In uh, Acts 28-31, uh, in fact, the, last, the very last verse of the book of Acts, it's uh, talking about Paul again. And, and this is what Paul was doing at the end of the book of Acts. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which, are, which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. Which, uh, which is also... I was going to tell you my goals later, but that, that's one of my goals also. Not, not necessarily... Preaching, but being a witness for the Lord wherever I happen to go and around equate or anywhere, letting people know about the kingdom of God and teaching the things which concern Christ Jesus. Uh, in Acts 9 1 to 2, the first two words are and Saul. Now, was, was this the same man as Paul? It, it was this, it was the same flesh and blood but this is before Paul's conversion so it's a, you know when, when when Jesus met Paul on the road to Damascus Paul was changed on the inside remarkably so it's it's the same it's, a, it's the same human being but with a different spirit on the inside of him after after the conversion so this is before conversion but the same man And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found any of this way, Christians, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And just as a bonus, just as a bonus, this this verse describes to us how many genders there are. <laughs> Amen. So this, this is Saul, and, and Saul had to go. He, he, even some you know, heathen people, you can think of he, different heathen people that had to go. For, just for example, Her, Herod had to go to find Jesus and, as, a, as a toddler and Get rid of him. That was was Herod's goal. And uh, that's the New Testament. We're, I'm working my way backward through the Bible. We'll get to the New Testament in just a, I mean, we'll get to the Old Testament in just a little while. Um, also in Acts uh, nine thirteen fourteen, this is about Saul again. And Ananias answered, "Lord, I have heard many things of this man, how much evil he has done." to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he hath authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. So a further description of Saul's goal. And uh, fortunately for Saul, and fortunately for the New Testament church, God, God turned him around miraculously on the inside. And how... Where's my water? So, so God, God did that for us too. We were, we were there. We were, we were very similar to Saul in many ways. Sinners. sinners and then God somehow <clears throat> miraculously got a hold of us and changed us on the inside. We praise the Lord for that. Now now it's uh we've we've seen three three guys in the New Testament, and who else is in the New Testament well Jesus in uh Jesus had many goals at various times uh, here's one of them in John four four and he Jesus must needs go through Samaria and I'm sure you're familiar with the rest of the story. he meets a a woman there and Jesus speaks with her and she believes and went, goes back to town and tells everybody in town what, what's happening. And the, the Bible says that Jesus stayed there two, two days and spoke to them all. We, we have no information at all what Jesus said and it would be interesting to find out but the, the bottom line is that that whole town got saved. So Jesus had a goal right then. Go through Samaria so that the town, everyone in the town, would become believers. Another mention of Jesus is in John 12. and This is getting towards the uh, crucifixion. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Now that's a strange word if you think about the crucifixion, you don't necessarily think of the word glorified, but Jesus used that word. And and, uh, the the end results of the crucifixion and resurrection are are glorifying. So Jesus was correct to use that word. In the same chapter, down at verse 32, it says, If I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw men unto me. That's a goal of Jesus. In fact, it, it also says in the Bible that God, God's will is that not any should perish. That was Jesus' goal also. To draw all men unto him. And then in the same chapter, verse 50, John twelve fifty. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Uh, this commandment, rather, is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak before, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. And that's uh, that, That's a goal, that we speak what we hear the Lord God speaking. And, of course, the... Uh, the main The main part of his speaking of course is, is this book uh let's see the my next one is Joseph, the father of Jesus and husband of Mary i I didn't put the verse in matt. There's, there's a couple of verses I'm going to read that I don't think Doug has on the screen. So I'll turn there and just read them. Uh, Matthew one twenty. But while he, Joseph, thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to Mary your wife, for that which is conceived is in her as of the Holy Spirit. So there's, there's Joseph with a goal. And uh, this, this verse is kind of special to me also, because it, it speaks of a lady named Mary. And it says, to fear not, to take unto thee, marry thy wife. Amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I, I've been, I mean, two, two senior citizens falling in love and getting married, it's, 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 it sounds, sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> and and, and I've, been, I've been kind of apprehensive and wondering what in the world are we doing? But here, here's a verse that speaks to me. Fear, fear not. Fear not to take Mary your wife. <laughs> Amazing. But, but a little more about Joseph. Uh, in Matthew uh, 2 13 and 14, uh, it says, And when they, the wise men, had departed, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you a word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. So, so Joseph, husband of Mary and father of Jesus, has a goal. And that's verse 14. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt. Talk about instant obedience. That that that's a, that's a goal that I might still be working on. And I mean, Joseph didn't even wait for sunrise. He was he was up and gone. He he might have given Mary five minutes to get ready, get get the baby ready, get yourself ready. We're leaving in five minutes, and they left when it was still left when it was still dark. So so that that's Joseph's goal. Get, get, you know, get out of town. That's that's his goal at the moment. Then, uh, okay, we're pro- progressing backward through the Bible to uh, Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter, I mean, yeah, chapter two, verse five. And I, Nehemiah, said to the king. If it please the king, and if my servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou would send me to Judah, to the city of my father's sepulchres, that I may build it. In other words, Jerusalem. So Nehemiah had a goal, and he needed permission from the king to do it. And he, of course, prayed first and went to see the king, got permission to go to Jerusalem. That's his goal. That's Nehemiah's goal. Uh, when when Nehemiah got there, in in chapter six, it describes a character named Sanballat, who uh, tried to several times to distract Nehemiah from his project of rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem. But but Nehemiah held to his goal. He uh, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't take a break from accomplishing his goal to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, even when the enemy. Uh, you know, we have, a, of course, we have a spiritual enemy who will try to distract us from our, our goals. Ne- Nehemiah had a physical enemy named Sanballat who tried to distract him and stop the rebuilding of the walls. But Nehemiah had a, a goal, and Nehemiah would not. Be distracted from that goal. Then the the next person I'll talk about is uh, David. In 1 Samuel 17, 18. It came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. Now talk about a goal that you're running to. Uh, you know we, we we have a goal I, I, I mentioned a goal to uh, you know for instance to serve the Lord with all our hearts that, that's a goal are, are we running to that goal are we spiritually running toward that goal and perhaps we should be perhaps I should be and David uh David had the goal to get to Goliath and take him out, and he was running. And, uh, of course, the, the Bible has many other mentions of David that uh, you, can, you can read on your own, because I, I, don't, I don't have the notes for that. But the, the next person I want to talk about is uh, Joseph in the Old Testament. Joseph's goal, Joseph's man goal, as I see it, this is in Genesis 39, 2 and 3. Let me read that first, then I'll talk about Joseph. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand, in Joseph's hands. That is a that is a goal of Joseph in the Old Testament. To uh, be with the Lord, the Lord was with Joseph, and Joseph was with the Lord. And uh, I I wrote down a bunch of stuff that Joseph did because he because the Lord was with him. As a slave, uh, Joseph. Uh, he probably was not immediately an overseer in Potiphar's house, but the people noticed how hard he worked and uh, and honest as well. And Potiphar saw Joseph and said, he, he, you know, paraphrasing, he said, Joseph would be good for my household. He, he can be an overseer in my house, and the Lord prospered, prospered him there. And then... Uh, after the incident with Potiphar's wife, Joseph was a prisoner and he prospered there too. He, he became an overseer in the prison and the Lord continued to be with him. That, that, that's, that's Joseph's goal, to have the Lord with him at all times. And uh, then uh, in the prison pe- people started dreaming. The uh, people in the prison had dreams, and Joseph, with the Lord's help and guidance, explained those dreams. And then Pharaoh had a dream. And couldn't figure it out. Actually, Pharaoh had two dreams, if you recall. He couldn't uh, couldn't figure it out. And he called Joseph from out of the prison and said, and I'm going to paraphrase again, Joseph, I, I hear you can Intruder dreams, and and Joseph said, "Well, the the God I serve can do it." And so Pharaoh listened, and and Joseph talked about the seven years of famine coming. And uh, Joseph advises Pharaoh, "Find find yourself a smart and wise man, so that the country of Egypt does not starve to death." And and Pharaoh says, "You know." paraphrasing if I may Pharaoh says how about you Joseph you're, you're, you're white, you're pretty smart you can do it and, and Joseph became second in command in Egypt and that, that, that wasn't necessarily, his, his goal wasn't to be second in command in Egypt but his goal was to serve the Lord to the best of his ability and that's uh, that's also one of, one of my goals I have a couple. How many of you have goals, by the way? I was going to add, yes. But every, every hand should be up. Uh, uh, me too. So just a goal to serve the Lord. Then uh, another gentleman in the Old Testament is Noah. In Genesis chapter 6, it says, uh, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And these are the generations of Noah Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations and Noah walked with God there's a couple of goals here I see here Noah walked with God and Noah was a just man and Noah found grace those are three good goals that that the Bible recommends that we have And uh, I mentioned there was one lady I was going to talk about, and that's Mrs. Noah. So, so we don't even know Mrs. Noah's name, but she must have been a remarkable woman because she she put up with about 120 years of ridicule, to to say (laughs) to say the least. I mean, I mean, she goes to the market to buy food and buy stuff, and the people are saying, "There's that." Lady with the crazy husband who's building a boat <laughs> so 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 Mrs. Noah had a goal to stand by her husband now of course Mrs. Noah was in the ark, so we know she stood by her husband and had had faith in what her husband was doing so that's a that's a great goal to have to to be, uh, to be uh, supportive of other people in your life when they're doing what the Lord calls them to do. Even, even, even if it's not what the Lord calls you to do necessarily, be supportive and pray for other people who are doing what the Lord wants them to do. Then we're going to talk about uh, Enoch. In Genesis 5:22, it says, "And Enoch walked with God at, after he, he begat Methuselah 300 years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not for God took him. So twice in those three verses it says, Enoch walked with God." And, and it said that about Noah also if you recall from the last slide. Noah walked with God. Enoch walked with God. And who else? Who else else walked and talked with God God in the garden? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Adam and and Eve walked and talked in the garden with God. And uh, the, the thought occurred to me one day so, so Enoch walked with God and, and I was wondering if Enoch ever got a chance to talk with Adam. And the, the Holy Spirit dropped into my heart uh, that, uh, that the answer is in the Bible, Patrick. Look it up. <laughs> so I did in Genesis chapter 5. I found out that uh, when Enoch was born, Adam was uh, 626 years old and had 300 years left to be on this planet. So he probably got a ch- at least one chance to talk with Enoch. and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here a little bit, but the, the clues are there that Enoch learned from Adam about walking with God, and, and Enoch did so. So that, that's a, uh, that's a, a goal for, for all of us to walk with God. Uh, so uh, I, I wrote down uh, I've I got more than two goals but I, I wrote down two of them to, to walk with God all the rest of my time here on the planet and to let God's light shine wherever I go mostly in Irondequate but wherever I happen to be let the light of the Lord shine and share the light of the gospel. Now, if you remember the last verse of the book of Acts, that's describing Paul preaching the kingdom and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with confidence, no man forbidding him. So if, if you don't, anyone listening online or anywhere else, if, if you don't think you have a goal, try the last verse of the book of Acts, and that can be a starting point for your goal. And uh, that, that's the end of my notes, so I guess I'm done. Th- th- thank, you for, thank you, gentlemen, for showing up here and, and listening. I, I appreciate it.